Bong Bong. Welcome to the potty. Is clearly brought to you by Bong Bong Coffee, the best coffee um, that you can drink. It um, it's got you know all types of you know. If you've heard of superfoods, this is a super drink. This drink really gets a popping for you. It um, it clears out everything. You can. It's a, it's pretty much an instant hangover cure. And I went out last night. And I'm about to have my first sip of Bung Bung right now. Fixed. Fixed. And that's Bung Bung Coffee. That's what it'll do for you. So go to bungbungcoffee.com. Enter promo code POTTY. That's P-O-D-D-Y. For 15% off all orders. All orders. 15%. That's a beautiful thing. Um, It's ethically sourced premium coffee delivered to your door. It doesn't get much better than that. Uh, how has um, Bung Bung Coffee changed your life, boy, man? It's just making the starts every day. That looks a bit easier. Listen. I'm not a morning person. But unbelievable. Start of the day that little bit easier. Do you know how hard days are? The hardest. And it makes it a little bit easier. Bung Bung Coffee. BungBungCoffee.com. Uh, enter promo code POTTY, P-O-D-D-Y, for your 15% discount. Uh, welcome to the POTTY has got a new sponsor, yes. Yes, a new sponsor. Wisdom app. Wisdom app. It's, it's basically a social audio app where you essentially... Uh, you podcast live. It's like a live podcasting thing. Um, their current celebrity endorsement is Kenny G. <laughs> uh, so that's dope because everyone cares about Kenny G. He's gonna be. He's been on it. Um, I'm gonna be on it. Uh, it's it's a, it's supposed to be like a mentorship thing. You're supposed to provide wisdom. Uh, hence the name wisdom. You're supposed to bring your wisdom to your listeners. Tell them, you know, how to be better at whatever it is they do. You know, Kenny G's talking about saxophone probably or whatever. I don't even know what he does. Um, I will probably, you know, I'll do advice maybe on that. You come in, well, boss man, you know, what can I do to make my day a little bit easier? Bung, bung, coffee. That's how it'll work. Uh, I'll probably ridicule you like I do in the advice section of the podcast. Um, but I'll give you some, some proper advice. So let's say, you know, let's say around Tuesday, Adelaide time. Um, you can, you can look that time up. Adelaide time, Tuesday, about 8 PM. Uh, I'll be on the wisdom app providing wisdom essentially. Uh, maybe, maybe Kenny G will be there. Maybe he won't. Maybe Grant Daniel will be there. I'm not saying he will be, but I'm not saying that he fucking won't be. It's basically a live podcast, social media platform where, Absolute champions like myself will provide you with wisdom. Wisdom app. Sponsoring the Welcome to the Potty podcast. Let's start the show. Welcome to the party. Welcome to the Welcome to the party, bung bung. It's your man Claytron, aka the big boss man, aka the clumsy jeweler, because I'm always dropping jams, aka the milkman, because I always deliver. 
AKA the PhD of podcast and the Magnum PI of podcast and the captain, the Dame Lillard of podcasting. And you are the Dame Lillard of podcasting. Yes. <laughs> we'll talk about that a bit later, but um, it's been a week. It's been a week. I lost my car. I don't mean that in the sense that I can't find it. A tree fell on it. It's over. And I know we've talked about all these different things about my car on my street and people collecting my um, side mirrors and all types of shit. So I've been, we live on a corner for anybody who doesn't know. And so I stopped parking on that street where my car was getting banged up, dinging a Lambo. Um, and I started parking on the other street where there's a big tree that um, fell on my car. It's over. I haven't, you know, I've, I've done an insurance claim and all this, but I haven't heard back from him. I, from what I've seen, I believe it's a write-off. Uh, but yeah, I haven't heard back yet. They're trying to make me pay my premium before telling me what's good. I'm not paying it. I mean, not premium, excess. I'm not paying it. I'm not fucking paying it. Shout out to the Wolf of Wall Street. He's not fucking leaving. I'm not fucking paying. Not until you tell me what's good with my car. I want... Um, you know, market value if it's a write-off. Um, and I've been looking at carsales.com, car sales app, all that, and there's nothing really that I want. Um, I've got expensive taste, I, I guess, and I have realized that the cars that I want are outside of my price range, so I don't know what I'm going to get. I'm thinking of like a... um. Not a U, not like the the tra- like the tray style, the tray back style joint, but like a Hilux, you know the you know that vibe. Yep, that's what I'm looking at, and th- those are all like mostly V8s, which like V8s expensive, um, and also uh, everyone wants those, so it's expensive. So I won't get one. I won't be getting one. Uh, chances are you'll probably see me rolling around in a fucking Suzuki Swift or some gay shit like that. There we go. We've gone homophobic pretty good, pretty, pretty early. Six minutes in. Um, well, two minutes in, two minutes in, six minutes, including ads. So there we go. Um, yeah. So something like a Suzuki Swift or a Volkswagen Golf or, um, what else sucks? Ford Focus. Something like that. That's probably what I'm going to end up with. Hyundai i30 or i20. Something crap. That's when we're rolling in getting no bitches. I've been thinking about... um. This, uh, this is a joke that I've been thinking of. And it's... When, when you're in a relationship, you, I feel like you're much more careful with um, shooting the club up sort of vibes you, you're not trying to um you know bust internally is what i'm saying uh because you don't want to get pregnant and, and you're with this person every day so you you know having sex pretty regularly with one person so the risk is a bit higher for pregnancy right but when you're just like out in these streets you're single you're i feel like you're more willing to roll the dice and shoot the club up possibly uh, so there's something there. There's something there that I need to figure out. I think, yeah, like something, something to do with being single versus being in a relationship, the risk of shooting the club up 
and um, yeah, rolling the dice, taking those chances. I think um, I forgot why I started talking about that. I was talking about my car. Yes, I'm carless. I'm carless. They cut the tree down, which you know that was pretty upsetting. It wasn't the tree's fault, and uh, you know one branch fell. What's the chances another one's going to fall? I don't know. It wasn't dead. It wasn't a dead tree. Tree was alive. They cut it down. Now that street looks very bare, and it's upsetting. Honestly, it's upsetting. Um, just had a phone call with Rachel, and that didn't go well either. So, so that was good. It was honestly, it was vac- vaccination related. It was vaccination related, and it's all you know. It's a contentious subject. I'm vaxxed. I'm vaxxed. Um, I'm since I got vaxxed. I've become an anti-vaxxer. So think about that. I got vaxxed and I gained no freedom, no uh, additional rights. I don't understand what the point of getting vaxxed was. Um, you know, health. Oh, well, it's uh, health. I wasn't going to die. If I got it, I wasn't going to die. I was happy to risk it. I was happy to risk it. I got it. And now look at me. Same guy doing nothing extra, not allowed to go anywhere still. Um, it, all, it, all, it, it just doesn't make sense, honestly. Um, I went out for dinner with Rachel as well. And this this is where, this is honestly where, you know, the relationship becomes quite tumultuous. Is that how you say it? Yep, nailed it. Um, we go and I go and get like, I ordered like a burger or a schnitty or something like that. Something that comes with fries. And um, she says, oh, I don't think, I think I'm going to get um, like that, but with salad instead of fries. Like, I don't feel like fries. Oh, yeah, do that. Do that. Go ahead. Everything gets put on the table. And she's like, yeah, I'll just share your fries. I was like, no, 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 no. That's not how this works. If you say you don't want fries, that means you don't want fries. And I don't like, you know, I'm happy to share if we, plan it before the food comes out but if the food then comes out and you then tell me oh we're gonna share fries i'm off that i'm completely off that you can have one or two of my fries and that is it because i don't want your bullshit salad salads suck no uh shout out to the simpsons you don't make friends with salad people that order salads are boring um no one cares about you and your fucking salad. No one's impressed. No one um, goes home and says, wow, did you see Rachel order a salad? What an absolute champion. No one's ever thought that. And I want my fries. And clearly you want my fries. You should get your own fries. And I, I think that that is, yeah, that is a, I think worse probably a significantly worse um thing in a relationship than like disagreeing on politics or religion i think disagreeing on fries is the real problem in relationships and if you can't agree on fries you shouldn't really be together and so that's something me and rachel probably have to work out is our fry sit show i'd say we've been together I think it's going to come up on five years in March, almost five years. And we're still having fry problems. So, um, you know, and we've got other stuff happening, other stuff, you know, I haven't, let's move on. 
<laughs> uh, Monday night, I did comedy. I did open mic, did some new jokes, and they all sucked. I'm very stressed out about Fringe now. It's creeping off, isn't it? Yes. And I did five minutes of new shit. Uh, there was, I will say this, there was only two people in the crowd. So it's it's not a, you know, it's not really a great sample size. Um, but it didn't go well. It didn't go well. And it makes me not want to try it again. But I need to try it in front of a larger crowd, larger audience. Very nervous. Very nervous about Fringe. Um, not looking forward to it at the moment. I'm hungover. Went out shower. Um, not a friend of the show. Friend of mine, though. Uh, he's back in Adelaide. Just moved back from WA. And um, went out with him last night. I'm a bit hungover. So um, my positivity levels are low. But I think we can, you know, I think we can move through it. I'm drinking Bung Bung coffee. Uh, and it's, yeah, it is perking me up a bit. I'll just have another sip of that just to. That's better. I'm looking forward to Fringe and I think it's going to be fantastic. Bung Bung coffee. Um, And yeah, we... We met at lunchtime yesterday, Shao and I, and um, we ended at about midnight. So, yeah, yeah. And we, you know, getting back at it today. Shao's been messaging me today saying, oh, did you spike my drink? Did you spike my drink? I'm not Alan from The Hangover. This is a good reference. Um, who gave Rooflin to the whole squad. Um Black Black Doug sold it to him, thinking it was ecstasy, but it was the wrong pills. Black Doug played by Mike Epps, famously. Um, Alan played by Zach Galifianakis, best his best role, second best role if you include Between Two Ferns. But the movie sucked. Did you watch the Between Two Ferns movie? No, I haven't seen that one. Yeah, don't worry about it. Just watch the Between Two Ferns interviews. Have you ever watched those? Have yeah. Yeah, fantastic stuff. Fantastic stuff. Um, I think some of it's improv, but I think some of it's scripted. Because I, it broke my heart, dude. I watched bloopers of it. Yeah, okay. So I saw that, like, you know, they've run some questions four or five times. Yeah. Um, and that's upsetting. But whatever. Uh, Brad Pitt spat on him, if you've ever seen that one. Between Two Ferns, you guys, that's that's my recommendation. For the week, what's your? Do you have a recommendation this week? Uh, not really, man. This week's been full on. Haven't Hectic. Really been listening to much music. You've you've moved into the house. I have. Yeah, been in there a few nights now. Yeah, settling in. How's it feel? Good. Yeah. Long time coming. Yeah. Yeah, it's good to finally be in there. Bunnings has been getting a bit of a workout this week. Yeah. Yeah. Taking all my money. I need to go to Bunnings actually. Um, I need to get like a large hook, like you know those hooks that you usually put in the garage and you have like two of them and you hang your ladder on it sideways. Yeah. I need one of those to hang lights on so I can play darts at night. Oh yeah. Instead of only yeah. daytime darts. So considering going to Bunnings next week. Um, That's it really. Uh, thanks for listening to, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, album of the week. This week. We're doing an album of the week segment, I guess. I've decided instead of just doing it on social media. I am very happy with the album Space Bar by Your Old Droog. Your Old Droog. And he's got a song. Oh, I forgot what it's called. 
but there is one line in this song is pure genius. I've never heard of anything smarter in my life. Um, it rivals the theory of relativity. He says, you're the rap dame. No, he says, I'm the rap dame Lillard. You're the rap dame Lillard. Unbelievable. And I'll break it down for you guys that aren't NBA fans or rap fans. And I know that there's some of you. I do know this. Um, so Dame Lillard, fantastic basketball player. One of the best, some would say, in you know today's era. One of the best active players. Great scorer. Um, well, you know, previous to this season. Um, and he, yeah, he's great. So if I say I'm the podcasting Dame Lillard, like I did at the start of the show, that means I'm the best, one of the best, at podcasting, all right? So your old Drew is saying, I am one of the best rappers alive, okay? And then when he says, you're the rap Dame Lillard, Dame Lillard also has a rap career. One of his, his latest album actually uh, was the album of the week, uh, one of these weeks this year. Um, and he's a decent rapper for an athlete. If I'm putting together a playlist of 100 songs, which I have just recently, Dame Lillard's not on it. And that's what he's saying. You're the rap, Dame Lillard. So I'm the rap, Dame Lillard. You're the rap, Dame Lillard, is what he's saying. And if you still don't get it, you're definitely, like, you should probably contact your doctor, get some sort of assessment, get some sort of, uh, yeah, IQ test, See if you're in, you know, the average uh, IQ. I doubt it. You probably should be wearing a helmet everywhere you go at that point. If you don't understand, after I break it down, I'm basically rap genius here, breaking down that bar. You're the rap Dame Lillard. If you if you don't understand that bar, you're the rap Dame Lillard. Consider that. Uh, what's your album of the week? Did you get Did you get the chance to um? Uh, so yeah, as I was saying before, I haven't listened to heaps of music, mm. but what I have been listening to is "There You Have It" by Reason. There you have it. Yeah, that's the album. Um, it's a bit older. I think it's like three or four years old. Yeah, used to listen to it back in the day, and just it's come back into my. Yes, and I will say this: um, album of the week doesn't have to be new release. Yeah. I've I've done album of the week. Um, you know, uh, what's the Jesus Christ Tupac album? Where it's just a black. It's like a black cover with him. All eyes on me. All eyes on me was one of my albums of the week. So that's pretty old. That's pretty old. He's dead. He died in nineteen ninety six. Um, unless you're one of these idiots. Unless you're an anti-vaxxer, then you think he's alive in fucking Cuba or something. You idiots. What do you think? Is he dead? I think he's dead. He got plugged up, bro. Yep. Um, 50 cents took nine shots. <laughs> 50 cents. <laughs> 50 cents took nine. Survived. How many did the game take? Five? Uh, sure. It's all unsourced here. It's all unsourced here at the Welcome to the Potty Podcast. Um, name another rapper that's been shot. Megan the Stallion. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. 
Uh, but those are gang. Those are gangsters. Who's if you had to pick one rapper to um have your back in a fight, who would you pick? Um, a few years ago, I probably would have said Game. Mm-hmm. You think he's too old now, or you think he's taking too many pictures of his penis? Yeah, shit like that. Yeah, that's some real flagrant shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, fuck, I don't know. Is Dre still a staunch cunt? He's old, bro. I wouldn't be afraid to fight Dre. To t- put it that way. Okay, I would. You'd be afraid. Uh, oh, what is he? 55, 60? Probably, yeah. He's in that bracket. Dude, you don't have to hit a 60-year-old hard to put him away for life, bro. Vegetable. He's drinking soup forever if you land one on him. How old is my Tyson? Old. Uh, 60. Uh, but he's recently got back in shape. So, he, yeah. remember, he got fat. Um, if you remember The Hangover, which I was just speaking of earlier... He's actually not looking great in that movie and he punches Alan in the head. Um, he doesn't look good, but then like he just recently fought... Oh, shit. Sh- not Sugar Ray. Sugar Ray Leonard. Um, he recently fought someone. It was a gentleman's fight. There wasn't, uh, you know, it looked like whoever he fought was in danger. Mike Tyson actually looked in really good... Roy Jones Jr., um, Mike Tyson looked in really good shape and he looked like he could have killed Roy Jones, but it was more of a gentleman's fight. They they secured the bag. Um, yeah, I definitely wouldn't fight Mike Tyson. If I was going to take a rapper to back me in a fight, um, an active rapper, <sighs> those Griselda boys seem like they're about that action. Like um, Conway... What is it? Conway the Machine and um, what's the other one? West Westside Gun. Westside Gun. Yeah. Benny the Butcher, or is he just a producer, or does he rap? I think he raps. They all. I'd take any of them probably to be on my side. Um, but they're also from Buffalo, which just doesn't seem like real, like gang shit. But neither does New York anymore. Like I've been to Brooklyn. I've been to Queens. It's really just like dudes with beards drinking coffee now and man butts, like telling you not to say the F word or the R word, you know? Yeah. That's what it is over there now. Brooklyn, dude, <laughs> fucking, you know, guys are just not getting vaxxed and giving up their whole NBA career and shit in Brooklyn. That's what's going on over there. Crazy. It used to be like, you know, and now it's, dude, I've been to Harlem. 15 years ago, I'd be so scared to walk through Harlem. And I walked through that bitch feeling safe and sound. So that's, I don't know. I don't know where the like hardcore rappers come from these days. Still um, LA? LA is still, you know, like Compton. But, like, I'm not scared of Kendrick. Apparently that place is a bit off topic here. Apparently LA is all kinds of fucked up right now. In, Have you seen anything about that? In what sense? It's just crime. It's just yeah. absolutely mental, apparently. Yeah, so with the lockdown and everything, people are looting. Looting's gone up, um, you know. Uh, 
homelessness in that area, LA is fu- like fucked. If you got all the homeless people in LA together, you could start a town. There's towns, there are towns with less people than there are homeless people in LA. Um, did, did you see that clip of the, I think it was like police commissioner or something in LA just advising tourists not to go there? Yes, I did yeah. see that. I don't know what, I don't know, I don't understand what's going on. They can't, you can't, and this is what happens. You lock down a town, people can't work, people are going to start rolling cunts. You've been rolled by Africans. I did, did get rolled. Um, I got attempted rolled by Africans and I fucking put those cunts down. Well, one of them. Three-piece feed, everyone. If you've listened to the show for a long time, you understand the three-piece feed story. I'm not going to get into it today, but um, I said the N-word to these Africans and they did not recognise that I was a black man because I was too light-skinned. <laughs> so I got, they came after me. Well, what the one that was still able to walk, dude, I comatose this dude. I put him away, bro. It was so it was so easy, bro. What what what? Three piece feed, three piece feed. Because he tried. It was me and Shao. He tried to roll me and Shao. I might have to break that story down later on today. Um, are you going to Jackson's today? Is that confirmed? I don't think so. I don't think that's happening. I'm not mad about that, to be yeah. honest. Uh, anyway, we won't talk about our plans for the day because that won't make sense to anybody else. Um. I'll tell you something. So, sorry, what was the um, <laughs> album of the week? <laughs> there you have it, by reason. There you have it, by reason. Album of the week. Um, and is there, a, is there a specific track that you enjoy on there? Um, one's called Fuck With Me. Fuck With Me. Yeah, well, it's a good vibe. There's a song by um, Jay-Z and Rick Ross called Fuck With Me, You Know I Got It, that I enjoy. Yes, I do. I do remember that one. Yeah. Um, I'm backtracking a little bit here, but I do have a recommendation. Oh, hit me with the rec! I watched um post COVID South Park like mini movie. Oh yeah, yeah. I watched it last night. What's it on? Uh, I just got a trial for Paramount Plus. I've heard Paramount Plus is decent. Is it? Does it look pretty decent? I didn't really look at any other content. I just really wanted to watch this. Okay, had you heard about it from somewhere else? Yeah, yeah. Because throughout the pandemic, they released like two or three of these little mini like they're like an hour length yeah south park movie um yeah i think there'll be one more to go now those guys are geniuses hey yeah this one i highly recommend it if you're a south park fan okay this one's really fucking good i haven't watched i remember um you might i mean you're only a couple years younger than me or one year maybe a couple school years yeah um you're 91 yeah yeah uh when i was in primary school south park was on um like Thursday nights at like 11 or something. Yeah. Like, and I remember like my mum wouldn't, well, I wasn't supposed to stay up that late, but like occasionally my mum would like be so exhausted. You know, she, my mum worked two jobs and all this trying to support your boy. So sometimes she'd get so exhausted she couldn't even be bothered like telling me what to do, you know, and I'd just be up fucking South Park. And then, you know, I had like, you know, I'd look like feral friends and shit with no parents, you know. That would just like be like, did you watch South Park last night? I'd be like, no, I was asleep like a fucking adult, you know? And I finally watched that shit and I was like, oh shit, let me get in on this fucking convo. But I don't reckon I've really got amongst South Park since. Yeah, okay. I've, yeah, I've been pretty into it throughout the years ever since, yeah. 
late primary school. Yeah. I've always been a fan. And I think it's available. I don't know if every season is available on Netflix, but I think it's on Netflix. They've got like, last time I checked on Netflix, it was the best of. So oh, like okay. 10 episodes and then they've got like the, maybe season 18 to 21 or something like that. That's something that I wouldn't mind like securing the box set of D, like DVDs, even though DVDs aren't in fashion. You know, I've got DVDs. Um, I've got a couple box sets. I've got Bruce Lee box set, Friends, and I've got Seinfeld. And then I've got a one season of ESPN 30 for 30. You got all of Entourage? Yeah, that's not a box set, oh, though. Box I bought set. all those separately. And okay. same with Curb Your Enthusiasm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if I've got... I think I've got The Office, too. I bought The Office and Parks and Recreation. Yeah, I used to get a, I used to get around it. I used to... Every time I got paid, the first thing I would do was go to JB Hi-Fi and either grab... Because they did, like, three for, three for 20 deals or something on movies... Or if I was collecting like a season, I would like be like, oh, I'll get the, I'll get another office season this week or something like that. It's a decent collection. I've seen some people with like entire wall collections, and I remember the the actual reason. Like, I love film, I love films, I love TV. Uh, so I liked to have DVDs, but I remember seeing an M- MVT MVT MTV Cribs. Remember that. Uh, I think it was Lupe Fiasco had like, um, you know, they've all got theatres in their house and shit and one of the walls in his theatre was just all DVDs. And I was like, okay, I'm joining the fucking gang. <gasps> Lupe! That's who I would have back me in a fight. With his sword or without his sword? With his sword, With his bro. Sword, yeah. And he's a gun guy too. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Uh, oh, dude, oh, Royce? Royce, yeah. Royce has got a fucking rocket launcher. <laughs> I'll have oh, those he guys. He still has that shit. Well, did you see the like him and Lupe flexing all their weapons on Instagram? They were just like sending. Is this when they were talking shit to each other, or were they just? I think they were talking shit, but I think it was fr- like they were just. So it wasn't like when their podcast imploded. Oh shit! Tell me, tell me more. Did you know they had a podcast together? Nope. So. Uh, when was it? I think it was like earlier this year or maybe late last year. They started a podcast together. And okay. It was running for a few months. And yeah, there were a couple of like comments that were made on the podcast that weren't so friendly. And I think they kind of just took it a little bit too far and egos were on the line. What kind of shit did they say? Do you know? Oh, uh, I can't remember now. This, this is ages ago. But just saying like kind of joking around that they'd wrap circles around one another. But then it just didn't turn into jokes anymore. And they started being serious about it. Oh, shit. There a couple of, um, like, diss tracks in quotation marks that came out back and forth between the two of them. Oh, wow, because that's... Oh, shit. That's very interesting because they're both, like... Lupe's clearly more mainstream, but I'd still call him an underrated rapper. And Royce is close to, like, an unknown rapper almost. Yeah. Oh, both, like, wordsmiths. Yeah. I love... Yeah, love both their catalogs, but yeah, it the podcast is no longer. Do you remember when we went to see Royce in Adelaide at um um the new HQ, the new HQ, which, which is dead stadium. right now? Yeah. Um, do you remember he did Caterpillar back to back? He did it twice. <laughs> do you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> that was sick. Loved it. That was like 
that was like the only song that I really knew that he did. And it's too it's too wordy for me to like know it, know it as well. So but dude, I, I recommended Bo Jackson by um Baldy James, I think last week or the week before. Um and this morning I was listening to it with like I had the lyrics up on my phone to all of like the songs. I think. It, it, it seems like a weird cult because no one really knows of Baldy James. I've only just discovered him three weeks ago. Um, Album of the year. Of the year. All right. Bo Jackson. My previous call for album of the year was Tyler's album. I don't even remember what that's called. Um, I just remember the song Lumberjack, which I'm obsessed with. Rolls Royce pull up, black boy hop out. Shout out to my moms and my pops didn't pull out. Something like that. <laughs> um, but I'm obsessed. I'm fucking obsessed with Bo Jackson, bro. And if I if I hadn't already, I, I'm considering making an album of the week a second time. <laughs> it's so fucking good, bro. Um, but, oh, Mr. Rager. Remember, remember Mr. Rager? Kid Cuddy. Tell me, Mr. Rager, tell me where you're going. No, I don't remember that one. Bro, he, it's maybe one of the best songs ever written. And I've said this about Mo Bamba. <laughs> you know, I've said this a few times, but I re-listened to it this morning. And um, he does, he does two voices. He's like, tell me where you're going. Tell me where you're headed. I'm off on the adventure. And he, like, he's two characters, almost like um, Eminem and Slim Shady. And, um, yeah, Mr. Rager, dude, I listened to that this morning, bro. I've been, I'm usually just podcast, podcast 24-7. But, like, lately, just because, mostly because of Baldy James, Bo Jackson, I've been getting into music, bro, and I forgot how dope music is, bro. <laughs> Music's fucking sick. I don't know about you, but I feel like it's almost a like whether I listen to music or a podcast is weather related as well. Like now that the sun's out a bit more, I don't like. I'm, I tend to just put music on. That's a that's a good a point. That's a good point because we well, yeah when the sun's out. Like yesterday was a beautiful day. Uh, I believe you texted me day for it. Um, oh, fucking day for it. Yeah, yeah that was great. And I was. I was at Motherload. Shout out to Motherload. Delicious chicken nuggets, chicken nugget sandwiches, all that good shit. I was at Motherload. Music was banging. And Chet and um, Shao were talking. Oh, yeah. I was pour. I bought a jug of uh, Young Blood Lager. Shout out to Young Blood. And I was pouring it. Run the Jewels was playing. And I was so engrossed in the music that Chet goes, oh, just half, just half a glass for me. And I didn't even listen. I just poured him a full glass. Because I was, I was just like, I'm into the music. I don't want to even talk to you cunts, you know? <laughs> um, yeah, music's dope, bro. Definitely when the sun's out as well, for sure. For sure. Uh, at the new house, do you have any um, sort of plans for pool tables, dartboards, anything like that? All of the above. Oh, so shit. I've got plans, but it's going to be a while before I put them into action. Because you had a pool table. Is that... Did you oh, get rid of that? That's long gone. Things old and so you have to go for a new one? 
Yeah, new or like find a secondhand one on Marketplace maybe. Yeah. Where would you – do you have a room? I do. I'll, I'll show you yeah. later on. Yeah. I'm going to uh, Boardman's house today for the first time. Uh, I've only seen pictures. I when, when the land got cleared, like they'd demolished the old house, I drove by. And I haven't drove by since, so I'm very, very excited. Actually, uh, I've seen pictures, obviously. But yeah, I've shown you a few throughout the past few months. Yeah, but, I'm yeah. super keen to fucking set foot in there. Um, what else? I've watched no movie. I've watched some Christmas movies this week, but previously, um, um, rated. So I've got no reviews this week, which is dope, because um, that means I don't need to edit anything and put it online, which is. Which is a huge win, honestly. Um, let's go. Let's go to sport. We're gonna. We're gonna uh, do our picks. I'm so happy that that is uh, uh, about four and a half minutes shorter than it used to be. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'll just run run through our picks for the week. And unfortunately, I actually picked a game um, that is on today, uh, the day of recording. Mill. Milwaukee versus Houston. I've picked Milwaukee, so that hasn't been resulted yet. Uh, but I'm I'm one out of three so far. Not a great wing. Uh, I got Utah over Cleveland. Easy pick. Um, I lost Memphis versus Miami. I, I picked Memphis. Miami won. I picked Chicago over Cleveland, and Cleveland won, which I hate so so much. Um, and Lavelle had an absolute stinker this week. I mean, board man. Uh, Pelicans over Rockets. Rockets won that one. Golden State over Orlando. He got correct. Milwaukee over Miami. Miami won that. And Lakers over Memphis. Uh, Memphis got that. So Lavelle, uh, Boardman, one for four, and I'm one for three um, at the time of recording this podcast. Let's make our picks for this week. Um, oh, yeah. So I was thinking with the, you know how I did um, for our uh, over-unders, I did like a uh, Excel spreadsheet. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't think there's much point in doing a spreadsheet for our, picks like who's why would we ever go back and review the the games yeah don't need to just keep it yeah so i can just keep a tally yeah. yeah so um what were we i think the latest one was 12 12 13 or am i i've got papers everywhere. <laughs> 12 12 13 i think was the score and at the moment it's doesn't really count because my game hasn't been played yet, but uh, it's, yeah, 13-14 right now until... Um, oh, here we go. No, it was 15-16. So at the moment, it's 16-17. Yeah, so I'm still ahead by one. Uh, I could be ahead by two if Milwaukee wins today. Houston's on a eight-game win streak. Seven? Seven or eight, yeah. Uh, I, saw, I saw a stat... Um, uh, did they lose 15 straight before that? Yeah. They lost 15 straight. Then Now they're on a seven-game win streak. The stat I saw was no team in NBA history has gone on a seven-game win streak after losing 15 straight, let alone directly after the 15-game win streak. So this is, this is actually unheard of territory that we're in. I'm expecting them to lose the next 15 now. <laughs> well, yeah, starting with Milwaukee, I'd be yeah. very... Um, I think 
It's at Houston, though. It is at home. I Oh, speaking of Houston, yesterday, for no reason whatsoever, I watched Tracy McGrady's um, 13 points in 30 seconds. Iconic. This man didn't make the NBA 75. Are you kidding me? You're the rap game. You're the rap Dame Lillard if you fucking made that list, bro. <laughs> oh, bro. Name of the episode for sure. You're the rap Dame Lillard. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. If you made if you made that list, you're for sure the rap Dame Lillard, bro. Because Tracy McGrady should be in over Dame Lillard, in my opinion. His body of work. He was yeah. He got injured, but he was essentially Kobe. Like he was gonna be Kobe. Mm. I just yeah that list I kind of wish they just started from scratch and didn't because I'm pretty sure every player from the 50 greatest got included in this list and they just added 25 yeah trash bro like I you know who I could body bro Bob Cousy <laughs> <laughs> talking no shit about legends but yeah probably <laughs> bro that cunt didn't even have a left hand yeah some of those old clips are crazy hey yeah watching them like dribble around and not one crossover. It's just all, yeah. In no. saying that, have you seen this dude Hansel? The guy with one hand. Yeah, dude, he's a fucking beast. Yeah, bro. You would think it's so easy to guard that guy. Uh, if no one's, if people aren't familiar, there's this guy Hansel. And I'm, I do apologize. I don't remember his last name. Um, and he, his, he was born with one arm, I believe. I don't think he was amputated. Uh, and he, he's. He's in high school and he's he's got Division One offers already. Division One college offers. If you don't know what I'm talking about, uh, and this guy can ball. He can do windmills. Um, I would be very surprised if he could do it through the legs. Um, <laughs> oh shit. Um, he and people can't steal the ball from him somehow. I I don't know. I don't know. Uh, he would be a Special Olympics legend, but he's going to go division one and I mean it's always hard with these kids in high school um like Z- even Zion like he was clearly a generational talent but he was playing against our words like you watch you watch his high school highlights and he's playing against like fat white kids you know like yeah, I know what you're um this guy I just watched this sequence came out the other day where um Hansel was playing this other team the other team was like balling out couple dunks in a row and he got a couple dunks in a row um, not on fast breaks either like dunking on cunts with one arm uh he's unbelievable it's inspirational i'm so sorry i don't remember his last name but just google hansel basketball or something you'll find him so quickly look at this guy's highlights that's that, that's my recommend i don't think i've made a recommendation this week that's my recommendation of the week is watch highlights of this kid hansel unfucking believable uh Dude, I get so emotional with talent. And um, I think I've talked about it on the potty before, but like like when I watch like when Ellen has like three-year-olds come on her show and dance and they're like so good at dancing, I'll just like start crying. And I'll, I'll sometimes listen to songs that are so dope that I'll just, I'll tear up listening to them. And this morning I was listening to Bo Jackson and I've listened to it a hundred times over the last three weeks and I fucking almost cried this morning. (laughs) But uh, I don't even remember why I'm talking about this. Oh yeah, Hansel. That's my recommendation. Watch that. 
Cry your fucking eyes out. Do what you got to do. But let's make our picks. Let's make our picks for the week. Is this, what uh, day is this? This is tomorrow's games. Um, so it's oh, Sunday. Start on Monday? Yeah, let's start Monday. Oh, what do you think is going to happen with Benjamin Simmons? Uh, do you think... Um, I don't think he's going to play Philadelphia ever again. Do you think CJ McCollum is going to get traded for him? It, oh, I mean, it kind of makes sense. See, I, we were talking about this last week, weren't we? Portland's Probably. not doing shit. They've, they've been running their head against a brick wall. Do you like, believe this shit? Like... All these sources keep saying that Dame wants to go and Dame keeps saying he doesn't. Who do you believe, the sources or Dame? I believe Dame. He's the Dame, he's the rap Dame Lillard, bro. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> he is. And he is the rap Dame Lillard. Yeah. <laughs> he's the basketball Dame Lillard and he's the rap Dame Lillard. Um, yeah, Portland, I don't know, it's looking... Nuts over there right now. Yeah. Got rid of their coach. Got rid of their GM. Is Chauncey out? Oh, I was in like, they got a new coach oh, this previously, season. Yeah. The GM's gone. Um, in the past week, I think that happened. What, what would it take for you to call your kid Chauncey? Oh, I just don't think I'd do it full stop. Oh, I'd have to, I'd have to be. Huge like monetary incentive. Yeah, I'd have to be getting some type of real come up. Chauncey's wild, bro. No offense to one of the greats, um, you know, one of the great basketball players, and um, Mr. Big Shot. Yeah, Mr. Big Shot, Mr. You know, um, Mr. Slap my wife around. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, I'll pick first because um, even if it's a tie, I think I, I was I was coming up still ahead to win anyway. So, um, oh shit, Milwaukee New. Milwaukee at MSG. Just because I'm so excited about that game, because um, I don't, I, I don't really know why, but I'm picking Milwaukee over New York. Let me, uh, let me write this down. Okay, uh, that same day, I'm gonna go with the Lakers over Orlando because they need to start getting some wins. Uh, so you've got uh, Lakers versus Orlando, and I've got. Uh, Milwaukee versus New York. I'll take... Um, oh, let me get Golden State over uh, Indiana. And I'll go with uh, the Hawks over the Rockets. Atlanta over Houston. You've got them. You've got them having another um, losing streak. Start of the losing streak. What's going on? Okay, we're not doing a YouTube episode this week, guys. Um, oh, do I take Golden State twice? Oh no, at Chicago. Let me get uh, Chicago to beat Detroit. Even though I think we have lost to them this year, um, I'm taking Chicago over Detroit in Chicago. All right, I'm going with. Brooklyn over Toronto. Brooklyn over Toronto. Um, one more. What have we got here? Oh, Miami at Philly. Philly's not looking great. I'm taking that. I'm taking Miami over Philly in Philly. Uh, 
going to go with Charlotte over the Spurs. I like that. I like that. Charlotte versus the Spurs. All right. Nice one. For the, the battle for Divorce Dad's Day. Um, anything anything you wanted to go over in sports? Um, oh, who knows how many more episodes we can talk about Kyrie for. He's still not playing. He's still not playing. Do you think he gets traded? Do you th- Does he want to play? I don't, if, that's, if he wants to play, surely he'd just demand a trade and go play for a city that he's actually allowed to play in. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I think he just likes the attention. Uh, I don't like the guy. I don't have heaps more to say about Kyrie. Yeah, I don't fucking like the guy. Um, if Chicago takes him, I will stop supporting Chicago. That's a big call. Yeah. I probably won't. I'll I'd probably... Look pretty fucking good if they had him. I'll probably so. be pretty keen. Yeah. <laughs> we could probably get a championship yep. if we had him. Um, Let's go... Let's go to poor posture of the week. <laughs> Uh, can you open that um, tab there? Yeah, that one. Oh, that's the wrong one. Can you... Okay, so go over to the right where that... Um, all the way, all the way to the right to the little picture of me. Below that, below that. Yeah, and click on that. And then click on clay at welcometothepotty.com. Yeah. I think the uh, poor boss is in there. Probably should have got that organised before the show. Uh, there we go. This one's coming in from Brenton or Brendan, I think. Let's see. Uh, Henry. (laughs) Coming in from Henry. Woman stole something. Woman stole daughter's identity to enroll in college, date young guys, and secure loans. And that's a bad mum. And I wonder, you know, I do wonder how long it had been since she'd been on a date to, you know, go and, okay, 48-year-old... I think you can just click back on the click on the story, see if it opens up. Yeah, 48-year-old Missouri mother who spent two years impersonating her two years her estranged 22. Oh, so they're not they don't even know each other. Estranged 22-year-old daughter has pleaded guilty to fraud charges. She posed as a young woman to enroll in college, secure loans, and get a drop. Can you scroll down and see if there's a picture of this lady? Well, that's a trash article. Like, I need to know, this woman's 48. Does she look 22? Who, which idiot um, fell for this? She got a driver's license through it. So she had to get her picture taken. Laura Oglesby, uh, change it, stole the identity of her daughter, Lauren Hayes. You're called Laura and you called your daughter Lauren. I got some keys for you. Key yourself. Uh, she applied for a social security card in her daughter's name and received it through the mail. Oglesby, Oglesby, bro. She sounds like a, a villain in Harry Potter. Uh, who lived with her daughter in Jonesboro, uh, Arkansas. And uh, if you don't know how to say Arkansas, you you need a helmet, bro. Um, it looks like Arkansas, but it's Arkansas. Um, then moved to Missouri or Missouri, if you're really Southern. And the two lost contact. After moving to the small town of Mountain View, Oglesby convinced the local residents that she was 22-year-old Lauren Hayes and worked at a local library. She must look good. She must look good. And if she does, I'm not mad at this at all. 
I think uh, if you can pull that off, if you look that good, at 48 to pull off 22, I believe you earn everything that you get when you commit fraud. Um, If I try, you know, if I committed fraud as, you know, a 22-year-old white woman and I got away with it, I would deserve that for sure. I look like, um, I'm 31, I look like a 42-year-old mixed man. If I could pull off 22-year-old white woman, I would for sure do it. Um, Would I do more than just get a driver's license and social security card? Yes. I think the poor posture in here comes with, you're pulling this off, you're not doing enough with it. I think you need to start adopting children um, you need if you're going to pull fraud, you need to get some sort of monetary um, wild shit. You need to start applying for mortgages as your estranged daughter that you called Lauren and your name's Laura. That's so nuts. Um, or, or vice versa. Uh, Oglesby reportedly also started dating young men in that this is where it gets good. Um, in their 20s by convincing them that she was just 22. Guess what? Do you know what make, impresses me more? If you're 48 and you tell me you're 48 and you look, if you can pass as 22, I'm in. I'm so I'm so much more in when you start telling me that you're 48. You know, you know I'm actually 48. I'd be like, bullshit. You look 22. You look like you could steal your daughter's identity. That's what I'd say to her. Yesterday when I was at 2KW, rooftop bar in Adelaide, uh, there was an old lady that said, can you please take a picture of um, three old birds or old ducks or something like that? And I said, yeah, sure. <laughs> and the one of the other ladies said, oh, you're supposed to say, oh, where are the old ducks or something? And yeah. I was like, unfortunately. They're right there. I, I knew exactly what she was talking about <laughs> when she said it. Um, but this lady here can clearly pass as 22. And I, you know what, uh, Henry... I don't believe this is poor posture. I, the poorest posture probably um, comes from you, Henry, for sending this in as poor posture. This is this is fantastic. Um, I, there's no picture in this article either, which is infuriating. She's she's clearly a gorgeous woman, and um, it's crime. Uh, it was five years in prison. Uh, part of the plea, she has to pay almost eighteen grand restitution to her daughter, Missouri. Missouri. Um, fantastic. Thanks, Henry, for writing in, but no one's got poor posture in that story. Uh, let's hear from Richie. I know a guy named Richie and I've stayed in his apartment before. Um, if he walked by me today, I wouldn't know who he is. Um, friendly foul-mouthed crow befriends entire Oregon elementary school before state police are called in. And there's a picture of the crow wearing a hat. Uh, a friendly, if somewhat foul-mouthed crow became... Uh, hold on. A cr- can crow speak? This is, this is news to me. I thought only parrots and things like that, parakeets, things like that. Crow became a temporary mascot at the Allendale Elementary School in November. Where's Allendale? Oregon. Um, In November, when the bird took up residence at the Grants Pass School, whatever that means. This crow showed up at our school just out the blue one morning, said Naomi. Naomi Imel. She sounds like a slim. Um, That's short for Muslim. Uh An education assistant at Allendale over the phone on Thursday. It began looking into classrooms, Emil said, and pecking on doors. At one point, it made its way into the fifth grade classroom where it helped itself to some snacks. Okay, get to the point. 
Mel said the bird wasn't aggressive at all and seemed to love the kids. It landed on some people's heads, she said, and she added it spoke. The bird could say what's up and I'm fine and a lot of swear words. It was like a parrot, Emil said. It was the weirdest thing. Still, because there's a wild animal that wouldn't leave the school called animal control. It was quite the production, Emil said. Animal control came out and decided it was not their jurisdiction to catch the crow. Then a wildlife officer from Oregon State Police came to the scene. That officer was able to feed it from its hand. They didn't want to net it because if they missed, it would remember. What? They're acting like this bird. There's a, there's a saying. It's called bird brain. It means idiot. Because birds have tiny brains and they cannot think for themselves. They're essentially um, the R words of the sky, I like to call them. <laughs> <laughs> you hate birds. Oh, fucking hate birds. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't think they're smart. They fly into windows. Um, they peck at themselves. They are basically uh, Japanese. I'd say all birds are Japanese because they are essentially kamikaze pilots. They're all just... <laughs> they are all just flying into shit. They, uh, they don't make any sense. Um, uh, can you pull the article back up? Because I don't think... I don't believe this woman. I think she's lying. I don't think crows can speak. Uh, as far as I know, crows do this one. The end. Uh, there's not much chatter coming from a crow. That is a parrot's job. I think the poor posture comes from Emel. Um, what was her first name? Kamala. Kamala Harris Emel. Um, bit more. Bit more. Bit more. Uh, Alan Dale. Naomi. Naomi is full of shit. I think, and that's where she's the one that's got the poor posture here because I don't I do not believe her at all this is preposterous uh crows don't speak parrots speak rosellas would be the next probably in line to speak and they don't they don't Naomi's full of shit um thank you whoever that was who sent that one in uh Richie and one more, and I think this is from this is from Henry as well, so it could be the same Henry. Most likely, it's not many people called Henry these days. Uh, hot under the this this is the uh, this is the headline here. Hot under the collar? Question mark. Hot under the collar? Question mark. Police say man used flamethrower to settle parking dispute. Shout out to Elon Musk. A Gainesville man, and Gainesville is in Florida. A Gainesville man, and, and everyone knows that people in Florida are wild cowboys. A Gainesville man, angry over his neighbor's parking habits, sprayed fire from a commercial flamethrower to... What is a commercial flamethrower? What does that mean? I don't know. Does that, so that that just means it's a little bit less than, like, the military flamethrower? If pe- yeah, I guess is so. mili- That seems like a war crime, by the way, using a flamethrower at war. I just don't get why there's commercial flamethrowers. What would you ever need one for? Like, what, melting ice? You live in Florida. Doesn't snow. Killing... Crocodiles? Oh, sorry. What do they call them over there? Alligators. Alligators. I guess they're different animals. Yeah. Um, commercial flamethrower. I, I mean, I've never lived in a real like snowy environment. You went to Bunnings this morning, correct? Yeah, I didn't see any flamethrowers. No? no. Okay. Um, toward a car with three teenagers inside. So he launched it with <laughs> teenagers inside the car, which is lit. Um, no pun intended. Um, Andre Abrams. Change it. Uh, 57. He's 57 years old. Of Gainesville is facing three counts of felony, aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. Yes, and he should be. Without intending to kill. 
I've got a question. If you aim a flamethrower at three teenagers, how is that not intending to kill? I could never be a lawyer. I couldn't talk this. If you are aiming, uh, bro, watch this. I'll do lawyer right now. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, if you point a flamethrower at someone and pull the trigger, that's intent to kill. I'll rest my fucking case. And that's how I'd say it. I'd be I'd be a foul-mouthed lawyer. I'd be that crow of lawyers. I'd be a little fucking kamikaze lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> um, according to court records, he posted a $15,000 bond last... Oh, he's back, he's back out in these streets with his flamethrower. Um, awaiting decision whether his prosecutors will formally file criminal, criminal charges. Poor posture here doesn't go to this man. It goes to the... United States judicial system to let a man out on bond back with his, um, you know, flamethrower in hand is sick. It's retarded. Oh, I've gone and said it. I think I already said it earlier. I'm trying so hard not to say, but there's so much retarded shit happening in the world that I, I don't have a choice. Someone at work said it actually on Thursday, we had a work lunch and someone said retarded and I fucking loved it. I was like, I'm not that, that just made me, Realise I'm not the only fucking cunt, you know? <laughs> fucking unbelievable. Okay, let's uh let's go to advice and finish off this this shit real quick. We're all, you guys are getting a little bit of extra time this week. We that need to no move problem. Lonzo. That ain't no problem. Huh? That ain't no problem. I'm running through this shit quick, you guys. And only because I prepared it. If I didn't, we'd be closed, we'd be ending the show. We're in an hour. Uh this one's coming in from Brenton. Brenton, who um, I must have got confused with uh, Paul Posh before. So, Brenton, I am 21. I miss my best friend. She's 21. After telling her I love her. Whoops. And that's why you don't have female best friends because this is what happens. Boss man, I need your help. No jokes, please. Yeah, right. Fucko. You're such a pussy for even saying that. For saying no joke. Why would you write in to the show? If you know this show, you know what I do. You know I'm going to shit on you. And to write no jokes, please, is so soft. You're soft as baby thighs, Brenton. And I wouldn't be surprised if you, if you know. I'll leave it there before, because I was about to say some wild shit. But don't, if anyone writes in for advice from now on, if you say no jokes, I hate your guts. Man, you corny. Yes. Shout out to board, man. Um... I've spent all my teenage years vibing with the best woman in the world. We have always been each other's best friend. What she never knew was that I always wanted to be more than friends with her. You're a pussy, bro. You're such a fucking pussy for not telling her that, first off. All your teenage years, what, you pretended that? Teenage years? When your dick's titanium? Like, your prime dick-giving time even though you're not good at it, is your teenage years. You're always hard. You're always trying to fuck. And you just kept this a secret. You're a pussy. And I cannot believe you told me not to make any jokes. Um, I met her when I was 12. Fell in love when I was 13. You're a fucking F word, bro. Um, <laughs> and I had the courage to tell her I loved her when I was 19. <laughs> Six years. Fucking pussy, bro. I hate you, Brenton. I hate you so much. I feel like not finishing this email. I fucking cannot believe, dude, there, there's so many guys out there like this. You see, do you know what you seem like? You seem like a guy that in high school, like 
there's like a bunch of girls sitting around and you went up behind them and like gave them shoulder rubs. You fucking weird cunt. <laughs> Look how much of a good guy I am. And you just like never told this girl like that you wanted to, you know, bang her, dude. I think, dude, I think you're gay. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I like gay people. I like them. I don't mean it in a bad way, but I think you are. I think you are. Uh, it seems like you're avoiding pussy, bro, at this point. It's so crazy. It looks like you're allergic to the P word, my guy. I did not want to ruin the friendship. Gay? <laughs> Dude, friendship is for blokes only, bro. You're hanging out with girls? That's gay. You know who likes hanging out with girls, bro? Gay guys. Just saying. I like hanging out with Rachel. She's my girlfriend and she knows it. I told her. She knows I love her. Told her that ages ago. Ages ago, bro. This guy's such a fucking pussy. I still find it a good decision of me to tell her. Hold on. what? I didn't want to ruin the friendship. It was way too good to take the risk. I still find it a good decision of me to tell it to her this late. I think you're foreign as well, Brenton. You're so bad at writing letters. Don't write a love letter. That's my recommendation. When we both went to college, I saw her changing into another person. She became some sort of sorority girl and I'm not really into those people. I still liked her and I could not move on from her to other girls because she became a different person. I was stuck in my feelings. I decided to tell her what I always have felt. You're an idiot, mate. You just said you don't like what she's turned into. That means you don't like her, you dumb, dumb, dumb cunt. Uh, <laughs> of course, I cannot believe this guy told me not to tell jokes. I think that's because he knows how pathetic he is. I've just lost a listener. His name's Brenton. Um, of course, what I was... You know, I'm in the top 2% of comedy podcasts in the world. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we. We are. Yeah. Fuck, where they are. Yeah. Um, we do need to probably do a sponsored ad since we just lost a listener named Brenton. Um... Because he's a pussy. Let's keep it moving. Of course, what I was afraid of became reality. We tried both to deal with the knowledge of my pledge to... Pledge? Dude, it's so hard. It is so hard not to say the F word to this guy. Uh, but conversations became really awkward and argument. Dude, what if like someone sees my comedy one day and they're like, oh, this dude deserves his own talk show. And then they go back and listen to my podcast and like, okay, it's, it's not happening. I don't want a talk show where you got to be G-rated. Anyway, I prefer, I prefer this. This is my own talk show. Fuck off, Channel 9, cockheads. Uh, but conversation became really awkward and arguments started to pop up. In the end, we both decided not to talk to each other anymore. Uh, that has now been two years. I can deal with the loss better, but she comes in my mind. Oh, so she comes in. She comes by in my thoughts at least once a day. I'm thinking of talking to her again, but I don't know if that would be a smart move. I want my best friend, who probably changed a lot, back after telling her I loved her. Should I talk to her again? Bung, bung. No, dude. No, dude. Dude, there's girls. Like, If I'm being completely frank, there's girls um, from my past that do pop into my mind every now and then. Do I text them? No, I'm in love with Rachel. Um, and two years since you've talked to her and she's changed and you don't like what she's become, it doesn't... I don't think I think you're I don't think you're in love with this girl. I think you're obsessed with her, and I think you need to sort your shit out. Uh, no, I wouldn't contact her. Um, it'd be the best thing for you, and definitely the best thing for her. If she wanted to talk to you, she wouldn't talk to you, my guy. Um, 
go make some friends with um, some males. And next time you want to fuck somebody, tell them um, before six years goes by, you fucking loser. Uh, next one coming in from Adam. Uh, and there's a, there's a guy called Adam that I had one sleepover with in high school. Uh, no, you know, no home loans. Um, and never again. And that makes me feel like I'm a loser, Brenton. Uh, just like you. <laughs> uh, this one's coming from Adam. When you give a girl a hoodie, when you're dating, this is, this is the whole subject line. This is how long the subject line is. When you give a girl a hoodie, when you're dating, is it presumed it's permanent or can I ask for that shit back because I really like that hoodie? Lol. And then this is the body of the email. LMAO, help quick. Um, It is presumed, Adam, that it's permanent, I would say. No? Uh, I, I beg to differ. Yeah, let me, let me get your point of view here. Because I've got a dope um, Dennis Rodman, not hoodie, but sweatshirt that Kimberly still has and I want it back. Um, I do feel though, if I contact Kimberly, it seems like I'm not contacting her for the jumper. Yeah, that's a slide then. Um, I don't know. With the hoodies, I always felt like I'm giving you this because I'm expecting and wanting to see you again. I, I think the circumstance, the circumstance of the giving. Makes... A, I'm not giving any dope hoodies that I'm not expecting to get back. Mm -hmm. Like if you're given a hoodie and you're not wanting to see this person, you're not expecting it, then yeah. give him a shit hoodie. Yeah, I think like if you're if if she's at your house and she like just wants to wear a hoodie, that remains yours. But if you're at her house and she has her own clothes that she can wear and you give her a hoodie, that then she's like, "Oh wow, this is my hoodie because I could have worn anything in my closet right now and he gave it to me right now. This is mine." Is that what he said? Or is this just a circumstance that you're talking This is just about? a circumstance yeah, okay. that I'm saying. Right. So I think there's 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 different reasons for someone to think that they have that they now own your hoodie. Okay. And I think if you give it to them at their house, it's theirs. If you give it to them at your house, it remains yours. That's what I was talking about. Like if you were to have a chick at your place yeah. and it's middle of winter and she needs a hoodie when she's leaving. Yeah. Yeah, I'd probably give a throwaway hoodie. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, garbage, like a freebie maybe that you even picked up. I've never gone to someone's house and given them the hoodie off my back, though. My, see, my Dennis Rodman sweater, I gave to Kimberly at her... Well, we were in a long distance. You, were you dating, though? We were dating. His sounds like it... Wait, was it an ex or was it just a like one-night sort of thing? doesn't say. When you give a girl a hoodie when you're dating, yeah, dating, dating okay. is it presumed that it's permanent or can I ask for that shit back? If you're dating, I think you can ask for it back regardless. Um... And just see what she see what her reaction is. If she is, oh, oh, really? It doesn't even matter. If she's surprised by it, you can be like, oh, yeah, like I just thought you're cold, and I love that hoodie. Like you don't need to, you don't need to um, worry about her feelings. If it was a engagement ring, asking for a back is a pretty pretty wild move. But a hoodie, I think you can do it. What do you? Okay, if you break up with your fiance. And she doesn't automatically give you the ring back. Is that an awkward conversation, or is it? Do you sort of let her have it, or what? what how's that go? Never put much thought into this one. Um, I mean, I've never engaged. I've never asked anyone to marry me, and when I do, I hope you know I don't break up with Rachel. Um, when that happens, yeah, I, I don't know if you can ask for that one back. 
we're no longer engaged. Give me the fuck. I'm I'm asking for a back. I think. I don't know how. I don't know Wait, what etiquette you is. Get it or not? That's yeah. Oh, it's my. That's it. wild for you to think it's yours. An engagement ring when we're no longer engaged is yeah. fucking crazy. Yeah, that that makes sense too. Maybe it depends on the reason that it's called. Like, if you cheat on her, asking for the ring back is a wild move. Yeah, that's some Tristan yeah, Thompson it's, it's all shit. Pretty, like circumstantial, I guess. Yeah. Um, one more. This one's coming in from a lady. Yes, we got a lady right in, Mindy. My hairstylist rescheduled and she warned me of a cancellation fee when I wanted to cancel. It's a weird um, sentence. Anyway, hi, Clay. I'm a new listener and need some advice already. I was going to get a haircut, but she postponed for one hour. I waited and she messaged me asking if I could come tomorrow instead. I agreed at first, but I messaged one hour later saying that I needed to cancel. She told me there's a cancellation fee of 85 bucks. But since she's the one who needed to reschedule when I was free, isn't that on her? Thanks for your advice, bung bung, Mindy. Yeah, for sure that's on her. She's fleecing you. That's fucking crazy. That's fucking crazy. Especially you said one hour later after the rescheduling. Fuck that. Fuck that. Do not pay that. Um, if 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 for some reason you've got a credit card on file and she charges you, I would be going to the hair stylist ombudsman or something <laughs> some, some better business bureau something fuck that um that's wild i would burn down the building if i had to uh if she charges you i think arson is the answer thank you for writing in mindy uh you know what it is welcome to the party on everything i love you guys don't forget to love yourselves rate and review the show five stars it's it's fucking important um uh, yeah, that's it. Bang Baby, welcome to Baby, welcome to Baby, welcome to